everyone, and welcome back to the Talking Tea Podcast with Megan and Jesse. If you have any submissions that you would like to send us, if you need advice on career, friendships, relationships, just you can email talkingteapodcast at gmail.com. We'll keep you anonymous and we will just talk about your situation and give you some perspective on maybe how to handle it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how's your day been going today, Megan? Pretty good. I've just been um, working on my website, trying to figure out like my messaging for <laughs> photography right now. Oh, gosh. And then besides that, just getting like Christmas gifts already and I will be wrapping for... my Christmas gifts on like December 23rd 24th likely <laughs> I like seeing them under the tree like all the yeah I am you know what I'll get to enjoy them under the tree for like a day mm-hmm. and I will really soak up that time with my gifts under the tree I will enjoy that time more than having them there for a week like mm-hmm. I will make I'll maximize that time <laughs> Christmas is on Monday when we're filming this uh but this will be going out after Christmas, so mm-hmm. we hope everyone had a good Christmas holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we are going to jump into some submissions today. Mm-hmm. We have a quite a bit here, but we'll try to just take a see how long these take and yeah, because we've out kind how of much we're gonna we've go kind through. of been having our episodes they've been landing around like the 45 minutes mark which mm-hmm. i think is a good length i sometimes feel like half an hour podcast episodes are a bit short um but yeah if you have any like feedback um as long as they're not straight up hate comments mm-hmm. go to our instagram and you can message us there or uh comment and it's talking tea podcast that's our instagram i believe yes, yes. and we're on tiktok too uh, talking tea pod, which I just found out about on TikTok. Yeah, I created yesterday a TikTok or something, and I didn't really tell Megan that I made a TikTok. I just started posting like our vids on TikTok. So yeah, it's talking tea podcast on Instagram. I think it's just talking tea pod on TikTok. Yeah. So we're on Instagram, TikTok. We're on Apple, Spotify, Amazon. Uh, if All there's the things. If there's any other podcast platforms that uh, you that any of you that are listening. All 50 of you. We have 50 views on our first episode, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. So if any 50 of you that watch our podcast would like the podcast to be somewhere else, let us know and I'll look into it. Mm-hmm. But so far, we're just like Apple, Spotify, Amazon, YouTube. And then we got the gram going. We got the TikTok going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So All let's right, jump so, into the so first. So Megan has kind of read through these. Yes, just to see just which, a little bit. which ones would be good. See which and ones are appropriate. <laughs> I have not listened to any of them yet. Mm-hmm. So I will... So she's just going to be kind of blind reacting. Yes, I will be blind reacting today. Yeah. Okay, this submission is an am I the asshole question. My fiancé was transferred to a different state for a year and a half due to work. He's been coming back to secure interviews to come back home. Whenever he comes home, instead of spending time with me, he'll make plans with his boys and keep neglecting me. I finally lost it on him and he told me to leave if I can't stand him hanging out with his friends because his friends are a priority. So I did. I called it quits. All of our deposits have been paid for, our wedding, and he has done this numerous times where I feel I have no importance in his life, feeling so lost. Okay, they're engaged. Mm-hmm. Okay, did they live together? 
I yeah, I'm assuming so. So they have a lot of deposits paid for for their wedding. So they yeah. they have the wedding kind of in the planning process right now. All right, as a wedding vendor, I am a wedding photographer, videographer. I have had one couple break up on me before. They broke up a year before their wedding and I did give them their deposit back. Mm-hmm. Now, probably if that happened, this is when I was starting out and like she called me crying. And it was really, it was really sad. I was like, oh no. Um, if this happened now, I'd probably, I might give back, like I'm not obligated to give back the deposit, but they could reach out to people, to their vendors and say, hey, we broke up. And like, they probably get some of their money back, but mm-hmm. don't like expect your vendor to get your money back. Anyways, this is a side tangent, mm-hmm. but anyways, um, I had to, I, I would give maybe some of the money back if the wedding was still a while out and I could likely book another wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, sounds like they're kind of done. Yeah. Is that all you have to say about it? Yeah. Like, why would you want to be with this man? I mean, I think it depends, though, because she said, okay, in my opinion, I think there's nothing wrong with him spending time with his friends. He needs time with he the does, boys. He does need time with the friends. But the thing that she's saying here is that he's always spending time with his friends and neglecting her. Mm-hmm. Well, because he, he's away for work. Mm-hmm. He is away for work, so... And so she now just that he's finally home, mm-hmm. instead of spending time with her, he's spending time with his mm-hmm. friends. And yeah, I don't think... Um, like, he needs time with the boys, but if he, if he doesn't realize that he also needs to make time for you mm-hmm. um, and not just spend all this time with the boys, then this is not someone I, don't, I think you should be marrying. Because mm-hmm. it's not going to get better. Situations don't fix themselves when you get I think, married. Okay, but we should take this with a grain of salt because at the same time, I can see somebody being very needy. Not needy, that's so not the that, right word. I, but like yeah. saying, oh, he spends all of his time with his boys, but that's like once every week or something. So I thought about this as well. It could be, you know, maybe the writer has expectations. And in that case, I don't think these two are a good fit for each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, because they have different expectations about how much time they should be spending with friends. Mm -hmm. And if they're not on the same page about that, if they can't get, like say, it seems like she tried to communicate how she felt and he, what did he say? Mm -hmm. He told her. Um, that his friends are a priority and she should leave if he can't, if she can't stand him hanging out with friends. Yeah. So that doesn't sound to me like they're able to get on the same page about the mm-hmm. situation. Um, it does suck that she thought she was going to spend the rest of her life with this guy. And maybe that's not the case anymore. But mm-hmm. I think she deserves somebody who's going to prioritize her and time with her. Yeah. And he should just not get married. <laughs> I don't know. And regardless, I don't think you guys should be getting married at this point anyways. If you need to work on this stuff. Because, you know, you don't want to get married and then have to be working through this while you're married. Yeah. Or will you have kids? Like, you have a baby and yeah. he's out with his boys, like, till late better at to night. Deal, like, better to deal with, like, the miscommunication and, and whatnot, like, before mm-hmm. before that happens. Mm-hmm. So I feel so weird just, like, telling people to break up. Especially, <laughs> like, once you're engaged and you mm-hmm. have wedding deposits down. But, you know, it is... It is frustrating when certain external factors like that 
keep you in a relationship that you shouldn't be in any longer, Mm -hmm. you know? That's like the universe telling you that before you get married, I feel like in this situation, it's the universe telling them that it's like time to separate before stuff goes further. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, because I I had in one of my relationships, I had an anniversary trip planned and I stayed just because we had paid for that Mm. anniversary trip. If we didn't have that trip, I probably would have been like, no, I'm out. So you just want to make sure that you're not staying just because of those external factors. I mean, Mm -hmm. they suck because you're probably going to lose money. Um, But yeah, I would say this is the situation isn't going to get better unless Mm -hmm. he's willing to uh, see it from your point of view. Um, And if you're you if you're willing to question and make sure your expectations are also like good. Mm -hmm. I agree. Right, so Should we break go to the up. next one? One and done. Break up. <laughs> or or try to communicate and get on the same page, I guess. Also good advice. Okay. This one is very long, so I'll try to keep it short unless you want to read. Just read the whole thing. <laughs> Just read the we whole thing. We got time to fill. Okay. I'm looking for validation that I did the right thing. You probably did. Actually, read it to me first, then I'll decide. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think so. I was dating a guy who pursued me while I was in a relationship, red flag. Then when I was single, he cheated on his partner with me. Crossed the line before deciding to leave, red flag. We've been friends for a long time. I somehow thought I was special. A whole other bag to unpack. (laughs) Anyway, he of course painted a picture of why the relationship was toxic and said she was abusive to him and his friends had a story to back that up as well, blah, blah, blah. After a line was crossed, I told him I wasn't going to have this turn into an affair. He can either stay and be in his relationship or be an adult and leave, and then we could try things. Another red flag is how he was planning on times we could see each other around her schedule, etc. He didn't seem to have any guilt. He wanted his cake and eat it too. He ended up leaving his relationship, which I thought maybe was redemption, writing his wrongs and doing the right thing. My biggest rule is never know, never date a known cheater. Looking back, looking back, what in the Delulu was I thinking? <laughs> Relatable. Anyway, fast forward to a few months ago. Things are amazing. The honey is mooning. Then one night, long story short, he's Wait, in Wait, an- they're dating? Yes. That's what I get from this. Uh, the honey is mooning. The honey is mooning. The honey is mooning. They're honeymooning. They're in the honeymoon phase. They're in the honeymoon phase. Then one night, long story short, he's in another city out with his friends. He skirts a late phone call from me, which is hella out of character, and my gut feeling came screaming that something was wrong. I ended up finding his Apple Watch and got Mm. in, and boom. Everything I needed to know. Met a girl at a bar, went to her house, messaged a different girl he's seen before, half planning to meet up. As soon as he got to that city, but before he met that bar girl. So now with the proof, I tried to press him to see if he'd confess, but nope. He didn't come clean until he was home and saw that I had the watch. He even archived our Instagram photos of us together, re-put them up in the morning. So when the bar girl saw his IG, I wasn't on it. He told the girl he was openly seeing someone. She thought open relationship, but yeah, even went as far as to inform her. Then after he knew I knew, but didn't know 
I had the watch. He told her, I've only been dating her for a short amount, trying to justify his actions. That part hurt because it felt like it really downplayed our connection. So now, of course, he was home and knew I knew. So he was saying it was a mistake. I didn't know what happened. I'll never hurt you again, I promise. It's easy for me not to do that again. When he went to a few therapy sessions upon my request and listened to a book, uh, me trying to fix things, but him doing it because I say doesn't make him change. If he doesn't want to see or... There's like no periods in this at all. <laughs> you know, the, these people need some punctuation okay. going on in their lives. Uh, so he was... And less toxic men. Less toxic men and more punctuation. I just feel like he showed me who he is and I gave him the benefit of the doubt early on. I feel the true colors are shown. I have to take that for what it is and walk away. He said I didn't give him a fair chance to earn my trust back. The hardest part is what if this is it and we can be happy and nothing will happen again. But the other part of me is if he slipped up when we were at our best and most fun, how the hell is this going to hold up when things get tough? Um, if you made it to the end, one, thank you for your time and advice. Two, you're welcome for the tea. Is breaking up the right choice? Could he actually see his wrongs? Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. That's Girl, it. run from this man. Run. Yeah. Run. He is run. too comfortable lying and hiding things from you and like lying and hiding things from other people. Mm -hmm. And I've said this before, like... I think it is the rule, there probably are exceptions, but it is the rule that however you kind of start the relationship, like that is going to be the foundation that you're building the relationship on mm -hmm. and it can predict how the relationship might end. Like if you are not building the foundation of yeah. a relationship, if you're building it on the ruins of a past relationship where he cheated on her to be with you, like whew. So yes, run. Mm -hmm. You read the first like three sentences and I was like, run, <laughs> yeah. run. And we weren't even at the cheating stuff yet. It was like, run. Yeah. And so he, he was cheating on his ex with you, which is kind of a red flag in itself because you knew that he was in a relationship. Um, but then beyond that, he, so he cheated on his ex with you. He cheated on you with two other girls mm -hmm. from what I understand mm -hmm. yeah even if it's even if he will never do it again and you know that for me would still be something that would be really difficult to just get past you know I don't think the relationship would be the same after that yeah and it would take a lot of trust building and I know she talks about a really strong connection and uh, when I've started relationships just based off a feeling and a connection it's it hasn't gone well because the connection is, isn't their character you know you really have to look at the at a person's character and Logan's like yeah that's good <laughs> connection yeah um and like when you're young especially for when I was young like all the Disney princess movies are like, oh, my soulmate, my Prince Charming. So the second I felt a connection with a guy, I was like, this is it. This is my soulmate. We have 
a connection. Like, there, but also... connection sucks. Don't base anything <laughs> off of connection. This guy Character. sounds like Character. a love bomber, Correct. which we've had exes that have been love bombers. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of where we're, I guess, like how we can relate is that it feels like this is the one, like mm-hmm. this is it. But then when you find like a healthy relationship, mm-hmm. you realize that it's not all like, like love at first sight. And like, what is that, you know, like, how do you explain love bombers? Yeah. yeah, so, well, also the fact that he's saying that his, that re- girl he was dating, she was really toxic and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, There's two sides to every story. Yeah. It's, it takes two toxic people to tango. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Try to come up with more quotes. But also, you know, I've been starting to realize that when people say that somebody's toxic, take that with a grain of salt because... I've been toxic. <laughs> I have been toxic. I'm sure about that. Um, but I think that depending on the people that you're around, like you're going to be toxic around certain people, mm-hmm. you know? So I think that the relationship itself was toxic and not necessarily mm-hmm. the person. Mm-hmm. And if someone's pursuing you hardcore while you're in a relationship, um, don't think they like you. Because they're gonna, mm-hmm. they're gonna do that to other people while they're with you, guaranteed. It's not like they saw you and they're like, "Oh, I have to have this person," so I don't care that they're in another relationship. And then you guys are gonna be soulmates forever and fall in love and get married. Like that's unlikely to happen. What's more likely to happen is they are going to pursue you while you're in the relationship. They're gonna get you. They're gonna be like, "Oh, well, now I got her, so I'm gonna go pursue like- some other chick who's in a relationship." Uh, in this situation, I think that they are in love with, is it like the adrenaline of? Yeah, the chase. Like the chase of yeah. getting you. Yeah. You know? yeah. Or, and then once they have you, they're not like so and in it, love with that anymore. Someone chasing you that like persistently feels amazing. Like mm-hmm. I do not blame you for being like, wow, we have such a strong connection, but I don't think you guys have a strong connection. I think they pursued you mm-hmm. like in a way that you might have never been pursued before and you thought, wow, this is It's like this a game to them, you know? Yeah. It's like a game. Yeah. But uh, I think it is a red flag if someone mm-hmm. like hardcore pursues you. Like I prefer for a guy to pursue me, you know, like I don't, I'm just more traditional in that way. But if someone is pursuing me like too much, I see that as a red flag now. Yeah, like if they don't have, they don't respect your boundaries and back off. And I don't want someone to change who they are just to try to win me over Mm -hmm. too. I don't want that. So yes, run from this man. Um, Learn, reflect on the red flags that you've learned from the situation. And the second, Mm -hmm. the second you see these red flags in somebody else, (laughs) you are also going to run. Okay? Mm -hmm. You are going to run. When in doubt, take yourself out of the situation. Like, take all the emotions out. So hard to do. But it is hard advice. to do. But like, what advice would you give somebody in that situation? Like, if you have a sister, for example, and somebody was doing this to them, what advice would you give her? You know, that's kind mm-hmm. of what I think about. And you, the reason why I know this much about these red flags is I've experienced them myself as well. So yeah. just take my <laughs> advice. Just Are run away from share? this man. No, no sharing. Just running. (laughs) Just running. (laughs)
We're just running. Shall we go to the next one? Logan, do you have any questions? Uh, do we do we get that one good enough? Nail it in the head. No, no questions. No questions. Do, what do you think she should do? Hold on. We have Megan's boyfriend is our live studio audience today. <laughs> All right, Logan. What should this girl do from this man? Uh, yeah, run. Correct. Yes. Run. That is the correct That's answer. all you want to say. That's what I was looking for. The answer is run. Okay, let me put this mic back. What's that line from that Taylor Swift wrong? It's from Dear John. It's, and I'll regret when I looked back and they said, run as fast as you can. She's talking about John Mayer, if you don't know. What a guy. What a guy. Okay, for the third submission... It says, needing some insight and just curious how you ladies handle something similar to my situation. I've been with my fiance for 13 years in a healthy, loving relationship. One sibling out of the four does not get along with my significant other, um, does not like my significant other and makes no efforts in being civil. And I just find it disrespectful and awkward at this point that I do not even try to plan outings that would have them both there. But at the same time, this has hindered me from even planning get-togethers with my other siblings because I feel like shit for not inviting the other one. So I end up just not doing anything at all. How do you handle this situation where your partner has tried to be civil with a sibling, but the sibling just has no interest in being civil at the very least? Hmm. I'm just trying to see if I've had anything similar. And My family's pretty healthy. <laughs> So, um, yeah, sounds like, it sounds like you and your fiance have a good, um, mm -hmm. healthy relationship from what you've told. We're going to take that. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's probably just a, just a wacky sibling going on there. I don't know what, what ages these siblings are, but it sounds, yeah. it sounds to me like your sibling at least is maybe like a teenager or like in her if early they're not 20s. a teenager, they're acting like a teenager. They're definitely acting like a teenager. I would say still plan things with your other siblings because if you're going to like, don't feel like shit for not wanting to include your sibling that's not being civil because if they're going to say anything about it, you can just be like, well, you don't like my, or you don't sound, seem like you like my significant other. I think that you need to ask the sibling like, hey, do you like my fiance? Mm -hmm. Or, and it doesn't have to be a serious conversation. Like you try to keep it fun and light and just be like, mm-hmm. It just sounds like they're very immature, though. Yeah, you can just me. be like, hey, do you, how do you feel about my fiance? Like, what do you, what do you think about him? Mm -hmm. I already said this, but still do things with your other siblings because they're important to you. And if, you know, they like your significant other, then um, that's still important to keep that relationship. But if the one sibling is not being very nice or civil and disrespectful, like, you don't need to have them around, like... But, like, it's hard because it's family events. You know, you can't pick your family. But they're your family, too. Your significant other is your family as well. This is true. But uh, what if they go to, like, a family dinner and the sibling is here if, the I'm not saying dinner. avoid them completely, but she's saying that she doesn't want to plan get-togethers with her siblings because she would feel like shit for not inviting the one that's being, mm. like, not civil with her... Yeah, so you think that the the writer shouldn't feel like shit for not including the sibling, mm -hmm. basically. Well, the sibling doesn't feel like shit for obviously disrespecting 
and not being kind to your partner. So I feel yeah. like it should almost be if I was treating somebody like shit and just not like being disrespectful and making things awkward and not being civil, like I would not expect mm -hmm. to keep having a relationship with that mm -hmm. person, you know? Mm -hmm. That's a fair point. So yeah, I guess maybe reflect on how you could just realize that it's okay to exclude them from things mm -hmm. if they're not being a nice person, mm -hmm. if they're not being a decent human being. Mm -hmm. And that kind of goes for anybody too. Like if anybody's just, even if they're being, they don't even have to be not disrespectful, but like if you just don't feel good around certain people or you feel like you're walking on eggshells, like you can distance yourself from those people. Yeah, walking on eggshells, red flag. Mm -hmm. Family, we go dra to the family next drama one? is the worst. Yes, we should go to the next one. But uh, family drama is the worst because you uh, can't choose who your family is. Mm -hmm. And you kind of have to attempt to love them at least. Mm -hmm. All right, next one. Okay. Um, this one, I'm kind of curious what your thoughts would be because I feel like it could kind of go either way. Um, how do you guys feel about your boyfriend following complete random girls and liking pictures? Mm -hmm. Personally, I only follow people I actually know and a couple of famous people. So, girls I think, that he knows or race I think accounts. random, random girls. Yeah, I think that we need more information to determine that. Okay. Yeah, there's there's a little bit lack of information here, but okay, so if he's following random like models like the accounts mm -hmm. aren't super bad but just like random hot looking people i eh, i don't know and i liking, feel like and liking you know <laughs> okay this one is a little bit weird because depending on um their interests and stuff like their interests are hot models <laughs> No, but I, I mean, like, if it's, like, hot models that are traveling, you know, and they're following them because they're hot traveling. Ugly people travel, too. You could follow... <laughs> no, but you know what I'm saying. saying. Yeah. yeah, I guess you could make that point. Yeah, um, no, no, no. It seems like there isn't a loophole here. Like, he's straight mm -hmm. up just following random girls. Um, I, I don't know. How does, he, how does he treat you? Like, do you think the... Can he compartmentalize the girls he's liking the photos of and mm -hmm. looking at Instagram? Probably not. I'm going to go with he probably, like, if it makes you uncomfortable, maybe you want to find a man who uh, who doesn't do this stuff, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, that's true. I think if it's, like, girls in bikinis and, like, just little clothing and like very revealing kind of thing I would have a problem with that mm -hmm. um, and it's not like so like for me yes I have a problem with my boyfriend doing that um but I I, I also wouldn't choose somebody who follow who does that so mm -hmm. I wouldn't bring it up to them and be like oh I have a problem with you following these accounts I would just be like hey I'm not gonna date you because this isn't what I'm looking for in a partner mm-hmm you know, so before I date somebody, I go through the, who they're following on Instagram just to double check this. Really? Not to like stalk for exes, not to do anything like 
toxic like that just to just check to if be like okay what kind of general accounts are they following what stuff are they scrolling through on the internet like five mm-hmm. times a day my opinion is if it's like revealing kind of stuff i think that i would have a problem with that if it's not and they're just attractive people that are like doing things that your partner enjoys like traveling or hiking or you know whatever I don't think that there's a problem with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, so like my first advice is like see if someone does this before you start dating them. But what if you're, you did that and then you start dating somebody and then they start like following accounts that you're like not super comfortable with? Mm, why? <laughs> like, why would yeah, you be? <laughs> I guess. You really have to determine someone's character beforehand. Mm-hmm. Like, it's character is so important. Just, I know I said it, but, like, you really want to find someone who has evaluated themselves and their values to be, like, what type of person do I want to be? Mm-hmm. Um, and they've intentionally thought about, like, how they want to treat others and how they want to exist in the world. That is really, really important to mm-hmm. find someone who has done that. And also, um, like, pictures that are more revealing are so, like, out there in the world, mm-hmm. you know, and so easily accessible mm-hmm. that for me personally, like, I'm not going to go follow stuff like that because I don't want stuff coming up on my feed, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, could you be, could you imagine being at work or something and, like, you're just scrolling through Instagram and, like, these pictures are popping up? Like, well, so, like, I'm a photographer, so sometimes I do follow photographers that do, like, boudoir mm-hmm. photos and stuff, and I will be out in the world and something will pop up and whoever I'm with will be like, ooh, what's that? <laughs> like, oh, boy, I gotta explain this situation. Okay, so, Logan, what kind of... <laughs> Logan has been listening in to this entire episode. We, uh, we were discussing this, pre- this question that we were just answering. And Logan is like, I only follow people I know on LinkedIn. <laughs> and I looked at Megan. I'm like, okay, Megan, I think you're fine. You got a good one. <laughs> there Logan's is most popular form of social media is LinkedIn. <laughs> and don't go offer him a friend request. He won't accept it. Unless he knows you. Unless he knows you. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing that Logan has done that has made me feel uncomfortable or like made me question our relationship. That is good. That is what you were looking for. Mm -hmm. That is what you're looking for. If the opposite happens, what do we do? So we run. But even if he was following these kinds of accounts, like I think that it wouldn't bother me. I mean, I don't know, maybe it would, but I feel like it wouldn't just because like, I know that I have nothing to worry about, you know? Yeah. And this is why you do your research. Okay. Mm -hmm. After you've gone on a few dates with someone, just look at who they're following. It's just and also the quantity general... too. I think the quantity matters as mm-hmm. well. Like just if they're if they're following like like twelve plus accounts that are racy and you yeah. know just like revealing and whatnot, that's an issue I think. But mm-hmm. if it's like one, maybe like. Yeah. Because it has to do with photography or something. Oh, I'm sure that's the excuse. You know, my first... That uh, was my ex's excuse. My first... It's it's a good one. My first boyfriend was following a bunch of accounts about knives. Is that a red flag? It was kind of weird. I mean, what's he into? I remember looking at his uh, accounts and he was like, following all these accounts that like show off different types of knives. 
I mean, I feel like it, I, I don't think it's a red flag, but I don't feel like it's a green flag either. <laughs> I remember this. Um, this was many, this is almost 10 years ago now, crazy times. But I put like a knife emoji next to his name in my phone because of the number of accounts he followed about knives. I thought that was just funny. <laughs> just like nice knives, you know, like, mm -hmm. like for. Maybe he just really likes his, maybe he likes cooking or something. I don't know. No, not cooking knives. Like. Swiss Army knives. Oh. Yeah. It's like a counter I was thinking knife. like like a nice butcher block. <laughs> you know? An Instagram account. Like maybe he likes hunting, I guess. Yeah. I don't, he didn't, but you know, there you go. Who so knows? I didn't take that as a red flag, but I did my due diligence. Mm -hmm. I looked at the accounts. <laughs> so Logan, what are some accounts that if I followed, you'd be uncomfortable with? Logan's on. checking his accounts right now because we all know what Megan's going to be doing after this podcast. She's going to be looking. Okay, but now I have to beat him to it. Make sure that uh -oh, like, uh -oh. he's... Go faster, Logan. Go faster. <laughs> the content that you consume every day does affect who you are and what type of human you will be. Mm -hmm. And if you're just objectifying women on the internet all day long, you know, I would take it as a red flag for now. Um, and if you're really uncomfortable with it, run. Mm-hmm. Ditch the guy. I mean, you can find like, voice, voice your concerns, too. And I think that, yeah. you know, depending on how he takes that, you if he's like, I'm not going to unfollow these people because there's blah, 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 then... Yeah, <laughs> probably not the best. But if he's yeah. like, oh, yeah, if you did voice your concern, he's like, oh, if that makes you uncomfortable, I'll unfollow. Mm -hmm. Green flag. But also don't make, don't let him make you feel like a bad person for requesting that. Yes. You know? That is a perfectly I can see acceptable him, request. I can see him being like, oh, like, sure, if you're uncomfortable with that, but then, like, a few days later being like, well, you made me do this or whatever. Yeah. Thing, you know? No. No. Then we run. Mm -hmm. Then we run. Then we run. <laughs> Girl, I wish I had you when I was in my past Girl, relationships. Girl, I wish I had my, this version of myself <laughs> in my past relationships. <laughs> what do we do? We run. Look, you are Barbie, okay? Barbie has a good day every day. Ken only has a good day when Barbie looks at him. <laughs> so, Logan's nodding his head. <laughs> Logan agrees. Even the Kens agree. Okay, this one is when to move in with my boyfriend. When do you know the time? <laughs> Sorry, it's just Logan and Megan moved in like in, in after five minutes. minutes after I'm going to explain that, okay? okay? I'm going to explain okay, continue, that. Continue, continue. When do you know the time is right to move in with your boyfriend? I have never lived with anyone I dated. And I think waiting is a huge thing, but how did you know you were both ready to move in together? Backstory. We have been friends for, for years, but started dating about a year ago. Tell me your success stories. I am not in a rush to jump into moving in. Just want to know how you knew that that was time, the time to take the next step. I actually would love to hear your, your take on this because I also debate with, so I've also never lived with anyone, mm -hmm. like a romantic partner that I've been dating. And I don't know. I don't know when the right time is. And I'm happy I didn't move in with the other ones. But maybe down the line, how do I tell? Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> don't look at me like that. I feel like um, when you know, you know kind of thing. Like <laughs> when Logan and I started dating, I was living in a smaller city. I was ready to kind of start something new. My plan was to move to Calgary and 
originally I was planning on getting my own place, but then I realized what rent was here. <laughs> my budget was $1,200 for a place to live. Mm -hmm. That did not happen. So my plan was to move in with Logan just until I could find my own place. <laughs> I'm doing quotations. No, literally, that was listening. my plan. That was actually my plan. I, I was gonna, you. I was gonna find another place, and then I just enjoyed living with him. So I was like, well, why get another place now? We're like basically married. So, <laughs> ta-da! But I feel like with, I mean, I've lived with two of my exes now at mm -hmm. this point, and I feel like both, both of them were. Well, one of them is Logan. No, yeah. Yeah, you one of them Logan, is Logan and, and one, one of other guy is another dude. Yes. <laughs> you said you ex. called him an ex. <laughs> you're like, I lived with both of my exes now. Oh my god. <laughs> Logan, you're out. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> you're out. I mean, I lived with both of Okay. Yeah. <laughs> both of my boyfriends. Okay. <laughs> she lived with Logan now. And you lived with one other you lived with your ex-boyfriend. Yeah. And I feel like both, both of those, like I didn't make that decision lightly. Okay. You know? Yeah. It was, it was still like a, I'm planning on being on my own kind of thing. Mm -hmm. It was just like either temporary or, um, I just was, I want to, I want to say like, I felt like it was right. Right. You know? How long did you live with the other one? Like a year. You ever feel stressed that you made the decision based on financial reasons only? Because that stresses me out. Because I could see myself being like, oh, I don't want to rush this. Mm -hmm. But if it makes sense for financial reason reasons, then maybe I would cave and rush it. Or like move in before I'm actually ready. Well, I think the difference is that it's not keeping me in the relationship, you know. This like, is true. It, we can move in together, and if I felt like I wanted to break up, like, there's nothing stopping me from moving out. Right, you know? but I just feel like if I would moved in with one of my exes, I would have just, like, stayed in the relationship because mm -hmm. we were moved in together, and it would have been... Or I, I think I still would have ended it, but I would have stayed longer mm -hmm. um, because I definitely we would be living together. So I would have tried to make it work for a little bit longer because mm -hmm. it's, like a bit of an inconvenience to move and like at that point you just like share a bunch of stuff together and mm -hmm. do you, I want to make someone sign a prenup before I move in <laughs> <laughs> or like before you come com become common law or whatever mm -hmm. I don't know I mean we thought about it like even before buying the house we were like okay we really need to think about this because once we buy the house we're basically married like mm -hmm. so we kind of thought about what are we going to do if things like, if we end up breaking up. Would you take and half we, of Logan's and money? And we buy a house. You know? I think you legally, once you're common law, you can legally take half of Logan's money. I wouldn't. Like, I can't do that How do you know? What if, he, what if he murders your cat? <laughs> or does something Jessie. horrible? <laughs> First of all, I can't see Logan doing anything like that. Second of all, I think the worst thing that he could do is cheat on me. And I've been cheated on. And I would just, like, leave. Did you, you know? and but if you had the opportunity to take half his money, no, I you wouldn't. I okay. all right. This is <laughs> this is so. If we ever get a divorce, 
<laughs> I always say it like that. I don't know. Because we're basically married. Anyways, if Logan and I ever break up, you've heard it here. Is that true, though? Okay, I'm like, I'm pretty sure a lot of people don't go after it. But once you're common law, mm-hmm. you, can te- you can take half of like everything. Yeah, I think so. I'm going to Google this. I wouldn't, though. Like, Logan's car is Logan's car, you know? I'm not going to take that from him. Logan's car is worth $800. <laughs> you would get $400 for Logan's no, car. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't take that. Like, I don't feel right taking stuff that's not mine, you know? Yeah. Oh, couples in a common law relationship in Canada have the same legal rights and obligations as a married couple. You should, however, be clear on where you stand or you can run into problems with false expectations when a relationship ends. So it is good that... Yeah you've talked about so before moving in with someone you would recommend like talking about expectations if mm-hmm. the relationship were to end yeah and also have kind of like a plan b i guess in the back of your mind like if you do move in and you find out that this is not somebody that you want to be living with and this is not somebody that's gonna like work with you kind of thing because uh, things change when you move in with your partner so would you recommend oh I have two questions. <laughs> yeah. Would you recommend um, moving in with someone before you marry them? I think so. Yeah. Second question. What are the things that you've learned about Logan since living with him? Like, what are things that you don't think you would have known if you hadn't lived with him? Um, well, for one, I think he's very tidy. <laughs> and living with him, I don't feel <laughs> I don't feel. And you're less way. tidy than him? I'm less tidy than him for sure, but he's not tidy either. Do you think you could have determined that if you hadn't lived with him? Probably not, no. I think Ooh. he'd be tidier without me, to be honest. Because I have this really weird theory that I think I will be able to ter- to determine mm-hmm. what it is like to live with someone before I move in with them. And I don't know if that's naive of me to think, but I, I do think that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's just because like I'm living a full adult life and the person that I'm going to end up dating is going to also be living like on their own Mm -hmm. an adult life so I'll be able to like examine their home examine how they operate but the thing is like for me I feel like when I'm by myself I'm a lot more organized like personally and financially and that kind of thing because it's a little bit more difficult to bring another person into the equation and then be thinking about like all of their expenses and all of like kind of trying to mesh everything together right so and have you guys if this is too personal you don't share but have you guys more meshed your finances together or do you treat it like your roommates where it's like this is your half of the payments or do you treat it like you're married (laughs) we we treat it like we're married but that's what i thought i think i'd like because I know Not some couples prefer, but like yeah. part of me is part of me is like we should keep things separate and then have like a shared account for things that we share and keep everything else kind of separate. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't think that Logan feels that way. He he wants everything to be kind of together. Mm-hmm. I know some couples that before they're married, they'll keep everything separate. Mm-hmm. And once they get married, then they'll start joining things. So maybe I would be comfortable with like that idea. Mm hmm. Yeah, just because, like, at this point in my life, I would be entering a relationship with, like, quite a bit of stuff and a little bit of, like, financial lead. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't want to have that end and, like, lose everything that I've built for myself up to here. So I would just, mm-hmm. I'm just very protective. 
I do think that you see different parts of the person when you live with them, though. Mm-hmm. So, like, how they how do they manage their money? How do they manage their, like, dinner or whatever? Mm-hmm. Like, how do they plan for dinner? How do they, you know, how often do they do laundry kind of thing? Like, mm-hmm. things like that that you don't really see mm-hmm. not living with them. Do you do Logan's laundry? No, I think it's kind of both we're both really bad at doing laundry to be honest our laundry <laughs> does logan even do his own laundry our that's what washing logan machine our washing machine shakes really aggressively and i don't know if yeah. that's normal and so i don't want to do laundry anymore because because it's so loud and then the dryer is the same way but like the washing machine is like shaking like this i'm like something must be wrong with it you know yeah so i don't like to do laundry <laughs> So you guys would say you are a success story at moving in together then? I think so, yeah. But, you know, like, definitely think about it beforehand. Because before I moved in, like, I had kind of a plan B in the back of my mind with both of my partners at the time. Yeah, I just think have the right conversations that you want to have to feel comfortable and get on the same page. Mm -hmm. And um... make sure that you know that if, if it doesn't work out, be realistic. Don't don't be naive yeah. and say, oh, this is going to work out, so yeah. I don't need to have a good whatever. advice. But like, kind of think, if it doesn't work out, what are you going to do? How are you going to support yourself? You know, that kind of thing. We've already yeah. decided who's going to take each cat. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you do it the right person. Yeah. Like, if you have any doubts, I would say don't do it. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll, you'll find someone that you don't have doubts about. Yeah. And they'll work out. Okay, so that is it for this episode. Um, mm-hmm. Please leave us reviews on Spotify, Apple. You can leave us some uh, YouTube comments if you want. You can go over to our Instagram and message us over there. Come say hi. Mm-hmm. If you have any submissions uh, that you want us to talk about on the podcast, mm-hmm. you can email them to talkingteapodcast at gmail.com. That email is also in the description. So you can copy it there, send us an email. We'll keep you anonymous and we'll discuss your situation. Mm-hmm. We've started to get quite a few submissions now. So we'll try to do them in yeah. a timely order. Yeah, we're. I think we started doing three an episode, but now we've... We're, we've become more efficient. We've become more efficient so at uh, discussing answering. the situation. So you can... We might do like four or five, but we'll mm-hmm. see where we're at. Thanks for watching. Cool. Cue the outro music.